Hello everyone. Welcome back to the Chat Shit Show. I've had a bit of a a bit of a wonky start to this week's podcast. Like I do every episode to be honest, but basically there's this like grey lead that you're meant to plug into the whatever it is, and I always forget. So I come into the studio, right? And I always just sit here for like 20 minutes, half an hour, just thinking about what I'm going to say, planning ahead and just having a little chill for a minute, you know? Well, more than a minute, but anyway. And there's always other people in the studio. And I think every week I go into the main room and I say, hi, guys. Um, Yeah, it's not working. And they're probably sat there thinking, what the hell has this girl been doing for half an hour? Um, But anyway, the grey lead's plugged in now. I'm going to remember that for next time. Every time I come into the podcast room now, I'm just going to re-listen to this like first minute of the episode. So I remember to plug that stupid grey lead in so that I can actually talk. But anyway, I hope everyone's had a good week. The sun is shining, the sun is out, and it's a good day. It is a great day today. Um, If you can't tell, I am slightly ill, so I might have to take some coughing and sneezing breaks, which is really, really nice. Um, But we'll just move past that. So yeah, we're just going to have to ignore any little cuts that are in between. But just know that if you notice a cut, it's probably because I was coughing or sneezing, or I couldn't breathe. But anyway... This week's episode is all about going out, drinking, clubbing. Now, I know this kind of topic doesn't cater to everyone, but I feel like most of my audience can relate to this kind of episode. Um, And I've got a few things written down to chat about. But first, I want to talk about my weekend. Now, I went to Amsterdam this weekend just gone, and I had the best time of my life. Now, I know, like, city breaks and things don't really appeal to some people, but to me, as long as I'm out this country, I don't care where I go. I do not care. And Amsterdam, my parents have been a few times, and they always say how good it is. Um, But I went, and I was like, wow, I understand what they're talking about. It's such a cute place, like, such a nice place, and all the little bars and restaurants are all mainly outside, and all I did all weekend was drink. Yeah, which is probably why I'm not feeling the greatest right now. But do you know what? I think it was worth it. I had an amazing time. And we went for my auntie's Hindu, which I said last week in the pod. And she had a great time too. It was nice to be with family all weekend. Because we don't really get that kind of time to all be together often at all. Um, So it was really fun. Like It was really good. We did some drinking experiences, which I want to talk about. I actually still have the wristband for one of them on my wrist. So I'll talk about that one first. So we went to this place called House of Bowls. At first I thought it was bowl as in B-O-W-L, but it's bowl as in B-O-L, like bowl. Yeah, I don't really know what that means. But anyway, House of Bowls, it's a cocktail making experience. Now, I think we did it slightly backwards because we made the cocktails first and then did the tour. But I think you're meant to do the tour and then the cocktails. It makes more sense when I explain it. So we go in and we make our cocktails. So the guy takes you step by step making your cocktails. And at first we were making a mojito, I'm pretty sure. So, you know, you got to crush the limes in the bottom, add some brown sugar. And then the alcohol we were using was called Geneva. I'm pretty sure he said it's like a mix of vodka and gin. I think. Let me let me double check. But then he said that like the English equivalent is gin. So I'm just going to do some quick research. But I'm I'm sure he said it was a mix of 
vodka and gin but he said it's like a very popular drink in the um, in the netherlands okay so it says popular for ages in the netherlands and belgium geneva is a distilled malted spirit that is often blended with grain neutral spirit then infused or further distilled with various herbs and spices okay so it's okay geneva was the name initially given to the drink by the english and it derives from dutch so the berry that gives gin its distinctive flavor is geneva geneva was eventually shortened to gin so it's very similar to gin but it's not quite the same because i don't like gin but anyway this was the alcohol we were using me and my auntie did a shot of it before we made our cocktails and it's gorgeous it goes down so smooth it's so nice and it's lovely so we were going step by step making our cocktails you know ice in the glass mash up the limes put your shot in and then he said so in this house of bowls like cocktail making thing there i think he said there was like 30 40 liqueurs like different flavors of like fruits and things and then he said okay go and pick your flavor what you want to make your mojito as and i was like oh this is fun so there was like coconut raspberry vanilla melon kiwi lime lemon strawberry passion fruit there was literally everything you could think of but i decided to make a kiwi mojito now this was the best drink i've ever tasted in my life i really like cooling drinks and like refreshing drinks so my kiwi mojito was perfect the geneva with the ice with the limes with the kiwi liqueur oh my god it was incredible and like me and my family went around tasting each other's because obviously everyone made different flavors and things like that and it was so good so that was the first cocktail then the next one we were making was a margarita i'm pretty sure it was a margarita anyway same kind of thing you know your shots whatever ice in the glass tip it out so your glass is frosted things like that and my margarita i made a raspberry and melon margarita again incredible i honestly think i should go pro in cocktail making because that was so good now i don't know if it's because i made it myself like to my own taste but it was a really good experience and i really enjoyed it obviously then sipped on our cocktails or in other cases downed our cocktails and we went to the tour at house of bowls um there was a lot of like history on this tour like how geneva came about blah 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 and whatever but there was this one room where they had like all 30 40 liqueurs and like you press on this pump and then you smell them now we thought like so there was numbers above these bottles now we thought you had to go around and sniff all of them and remember the numbers that you liked because at the end you make another cocktail but it turns out under the numbers there's the flavor which we didn't know so all like nine of us were just going around sniffing all 40 of these drinks right and we were going oh i think that's melon I think that might be strawberry like we were just guessing just off our sense of smell but it turns out that the actual flavors were underneath the number you just had to pull up the little piece of like card and it says what it is in it which is kind of annoying but it's okay but this whole like tour was centered around the fact that like your taste what was it your taste comes from what you smell I think it's, I have a photo, 95% of what you taste is from what you smell, I'm pretty sure, let me double check, yeah, okay, so 95% of what you taste comes from your smell, so obviously that's the whole point of this, like, smelling the liqueur experience, 
which was good, which was fun. And then at the end, you go to this, like, machine. Like, you know, like, the Coke freestyle machines where you put the flavours in and then you put your Coke or your Pepsi or your Sprite, whatever. It's kind of like that, but you pick your cocktail. That was fun. And then they make it in front of you. And then you just sit and have a nice drink. That was a really fun experience. If you can ever go cocktail making, if you ever have the opportunity to, go and do it because it's really fun to do with like family or even friends or your partner. It's a good experience and you get a little bit crunk while you're doing it. Um, The other drinking experience we did was the Heineken factory. Now, the Netherlands is the birthplace of Heineken, the beer. I don't like beer. I actually really dislike beer. But the Heineken factory was a really, really good experience like you can see like you learn how they make it you can see where they used to make it there's like bottles of Heineken all over the walls there's like a music room and then at the start you get given a wristband with two tokens for your two free Heineken and then the last room is kind of like a bar club thing it's not a club but it's not a bar it's like the mix you know and everyone gets their free Heineken now like I said, we were on a Hindu and we dressed my auntie up in this inflatable unicorn. So she was like the centre of attention. Um, so everyone was giving her and our group like their spare Heineken tokens. So we we had so many. I don't know how, like collectively as a group, we had so many. I think I managed two and that was it because not a Heineken drinker. But do you know what? Now, if I fancy a pint, that's what I'm going for because it's quite tasty when you have like the first couple of sips it's like well not a fan of this but once you get like halfway down your glass you finish that one and you think do you know what I'll have another one so that was really fun so that's my drinking experiences over this weekend um and I know like a lot of people that are still at uni have been like celebrating going to the pub and been drinking so I feel like drinking's a good topic for today and going out I'm not just going to be talking about drinking it's going to be clubbing drinking going out as a whole but I just wanted to tell you guys about my drinking experiences over this weekend because I had a great weekend it was really fun this weekend also kind of opened my eyes to casual drinking because before I was never a casual drinker I mentioned last week that I'm not a pub girl really like if I'm going out with the idea of drinking I'm most likely getting drunk because that's that's my motive, that's my aim. But over this weekend, we were just kind of like bar hopping, going to different restaurants, bars and things, and we'd get drinks. And I wasn't getting proper drunk in these bars, but it was just like, it's nice to have a casual drink, you know, a drink and a meal. I don't really do that. If I go out for a meal, I just get a soft drink because I think, well, what's the point in buying alcohol if I'm not getting drunk? Which... I still have that idea in my head, but I feel like I'm, I'm more open to casual drinking now. I'm very much more open to it. And I like the idea of it. And I understand why people want to go and sit in a pub garden and have a few drinks and just head home. It's just a nice experience to get to chat to everyone and talk to everyone. But anyway, I mentioned uni and obviously a big part of uni is drinking. A big part of it is going out. Now, I want to tell you about my experiences going out and drinking whatever at uni so during freshers week I say freshers week my freshers week lasted actually about two months so from September to November I was probably going out four three or four times a week and at the time I was like oh my god this is so fun club club another club I loved it and I still do really enjoy going out but it's so easy 
so easy to overdo it. I'm not being funny, but I'm I'm lucky to still be alive. I really am. Because it was just every night, me and my friends, where should we go tonight? Where should we go? And it's an experience that I think everyone should have, like that Freshers Week experience. It's really fun because like you meet new people, you are seeing new places. And that's just like the whole idea of Freshers Week, no? Just getting drunk and going out. But when it got to kind of like January time, I literally, I stopped going out completely. I said, no more, no more, I'm done. I'm sophisticated, grown up now. I'm not a silly little fresher anymore. I mean, I had my odd night out every two or three weeks. But apart from that, I was like, nope, I'm done. So I think clubbing gets to a point where you're just like, nah, I'm bored. But I think if you find your balance with clubbing, like going out once a week, you know, I can, you know, everyone can go out once a week, that's fine. But when you're going out three or four nights a week and trying to do everything else in your life at the same time, it becomes impossible. It literally becomes impossible. Now, I'm not hating on Freshers Week at all because I had the best time of my life. But you got to know when to stop. You have got to know when to stop. But one thing I will not stop is going home and going out because I've said before, I feel like I have very two separate lives. I'm the same person in both of these lives, but I'm in a different environment, surrounded by different people, and I do different things. So when I go home and see all my friends from home, I am obliged to go out and have a good time. Because now that we're all at uni, when we all come back, it's like, okay, we're all back. Off we go to the club. We're going to Spoons. We're going out, you know? And I don't think I'll ever stop doing that because like I said, it's like the... I don't know, it's just like the welcome home. I know I'm home when I'm out, you know? And there is a massive, massive difference between going out at home and going out at uni. Not even just because you're surrounded by different people, but the vibes are different. The energy's different. And I get very two different kinds of drunk when I'm at home and when I'm at uni. I'm not being funny, but I don't know what home does to me, right? But home makes me so drunk. I swear, I could have three drinks at home and I'd I'd be on the floor. I would genuinely be on the floor. But at uni, I feel like I can hack so much more. Now, I've said this before. I don't know if it's because my self-conscious mind is like, okay, I'm at uni, I'm on my own, you know, my mum can't come and get me if I'm dead in a bush somewhere. So I feel like it's just my mind telling me that even though I'm drinking more or even the same amount that I am at home, I need my head switched on slightly. Now, I'm not going to lie, there's been times when my head has not been switched on at all, but it's slightly more switched on, you know, because I feel like I need to be more in control because I myself need to get myself home. Now, I'm not completely on my own and I know people around me will get me home. But at the same time, I'm in this little uni world on my own. So I need to be responsible and I need to get myself to my bed once my night is done. Whereas at home, I don't care. I will drink as much as my heart desires and I do not care. I mean, I care to a certain extent, but I let loose. I let loose because do you know what? I'm surrounded by my friends that I've been friends with for nearly 10 years Uh, they know me better than anyone, 
they can call my mum, they can call my dad and say, look, Grace is dead. No, Grace is not dead. Grace is half dead. Can you come and pick her up, please? You know, there's that. it's that safety net. That's what we're going to say. At home, there's a safety net. And at uni, there's not quite as much of a safety net. There's a few strings of the net, but there's not the full net. But at home, the full net is there and present. And I can fall into the net and I'll be fine. Whereas at uni, I could fall on the few strings, you know, and I'd slip through the strings because I've, I've got I've got nothing, you know? Got to get myself home and be a strong, independent, sophisticated woman like I am. No, I am not a strong, independent... I'm independent, but I'm not a strong, sophisticated woman. Let me tell you that. I'm a young, silly little girl. A very young, silly little girl, actually. But that's life. What are we going to do about it? You know? Clubbing really makes me feel, like, young. That sounds so, like, well, obviously, you know, like, 40-year-olds don't go clubbing. But, like, clubbing makes me feel like I'm young and free and I'm stupid and I'm here to make mistakes. Maybe not mistakes, but I'm here to have those nights that I don't remember. I'm here to have those times where I think, what the fuck happened? Do you know what I mean? And I don't want to feel like that sometimes because I feel like I've got quite a mature mind Right, okay, let me say this. I feel like I've got two very different sides to me. I've got my mature mind that wants to be successful, have big aspirations, big dreams, and be responsible, safe, and like a real adult. And then the other side of me is like, I want to play Mario Kart Wii, I want to go to the park, I want to go running around everywhere, I want to jump in the lake, and I want to get drunk until I do not remember a thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's very two different sides to me, I think. Which I think there always has been. I've always been very young at heart. But my mind is very, like, 30-year-old woman, you know. I mean, I literally play Sudoku for fun. I'm addicted to Sudoku. I literally can't stop. I was literally on the tram yesterday. As soon as I sit down on that tram, I'm getting Sudoku up and I'm doing a Sudoku. I do Sudoku while I'm watching Netflix. I do it before I go to bed. I literally can't stop playing. So I've got my granny side, but then I've got my literal, like, 16-year-old girl side. So, you know, in life, there's got to be balance, I guess. I feel like everyone needs two sides to them, you know? Because then what are you? Just You're just one person, you know? There's not... Once someone knows that one side, they're not going to know anything more. Whereas if you have two different sides, you know, everyone's got a lot more to learn. They've got double the things to know and to learn. Now, having mentioned, like, having two sides to yourself, right... I feel like being my kind of age from like 18 to let's say 22 there's a big like thought all the time I feel like in everyone's head where it's like they feel the need to go out it gets to Saturday night and they think okay it's Saturday night what else am I going to do other than go clubbing which I feel like sometimes but I feel like like I said since sort of January time I haven't felt the need to go out and I think that's because I did it so much from September to like November, December that I don't really crave it anymore. But don't get me wrong, there's some days where I'm like, man, I want to be in the club right now. I want to be at the bar, Jaeger bomb in hand, great music playing. I want to be there. And I think it's because like our kind of age group or that kind of age group, they make it seem like clubbing is what life is about. Which, yeah, of course, like, you're going to want to experience that while you're young. Of course you are. But 
that's not all what life's about, guys. Take yourself on a walk. Go outside, you know? You don't need to be in a sweaty, dusty, crusty club every weekend. And I know it's hard. I know the temptation is hard to fight. I mean, I've already been asked out next Friday when I get home from uni. And at first I was like, oh, guys, I'm not sure... I'm the most easily convinced person to get out to the club. It's actually awful. There has been so many times where I've said, nope, I'm not going. No way. Nope. But there was literally one time where I was pushed into my room, stood in front of my wardrobe, and I got told, Grace, find an outfit, you're coming out. And at that point, I was like, all right, say no more, I'm coming. You know, I'm very easily convinced, and sometimes I wish I wasn't like that. But I feel like... It's nice to have people wanting you to come with you. I feel like picking the people you go clubbing with is quite important. Because one, it's not the safest of places. Two, everyone wants to have a good time. So I feel like you've got to find your clubbing people. Now, I don't really have clubbing friends as such. And I know some people who have their club friends and they go clubbing with them and they don't really see them at any other time. Whereas me, I'd rather go clubbing with my best friends, the people who know me best, the people I know best. It's a comfortable space. It's a more fun space. And they're the kind of people that you see the day after or a few days after and you talk about all the memories you made. So I'd rather have like my closest people come with me rather than having clubbing friends as such. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like to be convinced to go clubbing, I have got to be convinced by my favourite people. No hate to everyone else, but I've got to be convinced by my favourite people because then I'll know it's going to be worth it and I've not been dragged out for a shit night. Because I'm not going to lie, some nights can be awful. Some nights clubbing just doesn't hit. And after I have one of those nights where it's just not quite what I want, I'm put off for a while and I don't crave going out again. Like, I don't know. I went out on my birthday night and I was quite drunk. I don't remember a single song that was played, but I know that it just wasn't a great night. It just doesn't, it didn't live up to the club standards that I was hoping for. So then after that, I didn't go clubbing for a while. I haven't been since then, I don't think. No, I haven't been clubbing since then. So it's just kind of like, I don't know, I just get put off for a while. Not put off, but I get a bit like, "Mm, you know, that wasn't great. So I'll go clubbing in the next few weeks. You know, I'm not eager to go back. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like there's a lot of pressure around going out and drinking and having fun and going clubbing, you know, going clubbing, waking up at 3pm and doing it all again the next day, which don't get me wrong, it's a fun time. It really is a fun time. But you've got to be in the right mind to do it and you've got to be with the right people and you've got to make sure that you're not getting bored because uni you know, there's a select few clubs that people will go to at uni. Wherever you go to uni, there's the select few clubs that people go to. And people go every week. And I'm just like, how are you not bored? How are you not bored of being in the same place on the same night from the same hours every week? I don't really understand. I mean, I've had a couple of clubs where I'll go like weekly for like four weeks. And then I'm just like, nah, I'm done now. I'm finished. I'm bored. I get bored of things quite quickly. And I like change. I like being somewhere different. I like a new environment. So I don't know. I feel like clubbing is one of them things that gets boring very, very easily. And it's just, sometimes you're just not in the right 
in the right headspace for it, which is where the casual drinking comes in. Like, if you're feeling like having a drink, go to a bar, switch it up. Because a bar, you can socialise, you can sit down, listen to good music, socialise and drink and have a good time. Whereas clubbing, you can't speak to anyone in the club. Like, when I want to speak to someone in the club, I have to get my notes up on my phone and I write notes and show them to people that I want to speak to. Which is actually really fun because looking at my notes the next day after I've been out is actually hilarious. Example, when I was in Amsterdam, we were at this bar and the bar lady was so sweet. She was like talking to all of us, cracking jokes with all of us. And then I look at my notes the next day and I've got some random thing in my notes and it says, Shan, Shanmati Butase? And I was, I looked at it and I thought, what the hell is that? And I thought about it for a minute. And I was like, that looks like an Instagram username. So I put it in Instagram. It's none other than the bar lady. How the hell and why the hell have I got the bar lady's Instagram? I don't know. But this is why on a night out, write everything in your notes. Well, not everything, but if you want to communicate, write things in your notes and then read the conversation the next day because it's actually the funniest thing. Like I've have I have so many random things. Let me try and find another one. Okay, this is a conversation I had. Uh, someone, uh, maybe me. I said this guy is loving life. Someone said he said I don't have riz. I said don't lie. Then it says Jordan Paul. I don't actually know who Jordan Paul is. I have no idea. But yeah, we've got another note here. I'm scrolling down. It says, all I can smell is alcohol and onions. Okay. (laughs) Nice. I think I've deleted most of them. Yeah, I've deleted most of them. But, I don't know. Looking at my notes the next day is so funny. I think the day after going clubbing is one of my favourite parts about it. Like, waking up in my flat at uni and, like, just debriefing with my flatmates and just going, who was that? What happened then? Where did we go after that? What time did we what time did we do that? When did we leave the club? There's so many questions. Every time there's so many questions. Me and my friends literally yesterday. So, let me explain. So, me and three boys, one of my like my closest friends at uni, one of them had his friend from home up yesterday and we were just kind of chatting whatever. And all four of us were saying to this guy from home that my flat that my friend is friends with. Yeah, I hope you're following. Um, we were explaining how every time we go out, like we don't even get that that drunk, but there's always bits that we don't remember. Like, oh my God, one example. So all these boys, they live together and I don't live in their flat. But one day after we'd gone out clubbing, I went to their flat like the afternoon after and one of them had a, a number in their phone, but the number was named, it was like, Alice something and something else three girls names but it was one number and when we were all talking about it and we were like well who are they and whose number actually is it because it's labeled as three girls names like who is that we still don't know to this day we have no idea and I think the day after is very humbling it is a very humbling experience waking up after you've just drank and you don't remember things but it's I mean that's what being 19 is about no that's what being at uni is about in my head it is sometimes but like I think it's so funny like it's not a dangerous not remembering things it's just not remembering like the funny weird things like the things in my notes and 
the numbers and I don't know and people that you meet just certain situations you just blank your memory's blank like a goldfish don't remember anything and I don't know the day after's just it doesn't always feel great I mean I'm sure most of you know that the day after clubbing isn't always a fun time let's just say that but I think it's so funny and it's one of my favorite parts about going clubbing because I like having a conversation and trying to figure things out even if I can't figure them out it's just I don't know it's just good but a lot of people say that their favorite part of like going out is pre's now most people like will say that if they're at uni so I don't know if it's just me but if I go out at home we don't really have pre's because the club that we go to is like a 40 minute drive away so we'll have like a designated driver for the night and the rest of us will just like drink in the car on the way there have one like at home while we're getting ready or something and then we're in the club and then we buy drinks which is not a good idea because I'm not being funny but drink prices are absolutely criminal my club at home you'll pay nine pound for a vodka coke absolutely criminal they think I can be affording that and also my club at home 15 pound entry are you joking are you actually joking but I pay it anyway so they're fooling me so I mean whatever but yeah we don't really have pre's as such and we really want to because most of us are at uni and we're used to that kind of pre's going out and coming home but at uni a lot of people say pre's is their favorite part of going out now for me it's not I don't know why but it's just not because I think if I'm in the mindset of okay I'm going out tonight my go-to plan of action my go-to POA right so I'll say okay I'm going out tonight right so I'll get in the shower at like 7 p.m get myself ready and I'll get a four pound bottle of rosé from co-op which isn't always a good idea but it works so I'll open this bottle of rosé once I get out the shower moisturize you know do my hair do my makeup and I'm sipping on this wine now if pre's are at mine then you know chilling I'm carrying on and people start arriving I've still got my bottle of wine still going and it's gone by half 10 when we leave to go to the club if I'm going somewhere else for pre's then obviously I take the bottle of wine with me have whatever drinks are there at pre's and then same thing it's all gone by half 10 and we're in the cab in the cab I never say cab we're in the uber um to the club but Obviously, pre's is more of a social thing because there's not loud music, there's not dark lighting, there's, you know, you can socialise. But I prefer to, like, I've never really had, like, a massive pre's. And I know a lot of people are used to, like, going to, like, random flats and random house parties for pre's and things like that. But I'm not used to that. My pre's is normally, like, five to ten people, depending who we've got coming, you know. And it's more just like a chat. And don't get me wrong, I love a chat, but when I'm in the mood of going out and once I've had like half a bottle of wine, I'm like, okay, can we go now? Like I said, I get bored. And like, once I've had that half a bottle of wine from once I've got out of the shower, I'm sitting down having a chat and I'm like, man, when are we leaving? When are we going? Because I want to be in the club now. I don't know, maybe I'm doing pre's slightly wrong because everyone loves pre's. I don't know if it's just my uni or the people I'm surrounded by, but... So many people are like, I love pre's, like pre's are my favourite. And I'm just like, oh, I don't know. I just get bored. Like I can chat for a bit and then I'm just like, right, off we go. I'll get the Uber. Let's let's go. Let's get on our way. But I don't know. 
another thing I was just talking about the price of drinks and things like that now at uni obviously costs are a big thing in people's minds and I have not mastered a cheap night out no way I have not mastered it because if I go out at home we either go to spoons from like seven until close and that's our night or we'll go to spoons and then the club or whatever so obviously if you're in spoons for a good like four or five hours you're going to be buying drinks constantly there's times where I've spent like 60 pound in spoons on a night out that's ridiculous am I actually all right I don't know at uni I do it a bit better like I said my four pound bottle of wine and my ticket entry to the club which varies from like three pound to ten pound depending on where you go which still ten pound for a student night just the ticket is actually a rip-off but I guess they set them that high because they know people will pay criminals honestly robbers daylight robbery but I'm the sort of person if you've been on a night out with me you'll know this I'm the sort of person where if I'm slightly drunk and I want to drink I'm not going to the bar by myself and getting myself a drink I'll round everyone up clap my hands and be like guys come on let's go get a drink let's go get a drink and I silly me get my apple pay out I pay for every single one I honestly I actually cannot help it every day after a night out I wake up look at my bank account and think what the hell have I done but it's because I round everyone up like herds of chickens and go to the bar and say yep shots on me a round on me I'm buying tonight what the hell is wrong with me but this all stems from me being thirsty and me wanting a drink but I drink so fast that mine's gone in two seconds, so it's not worth it anyway. But I've bought everyone else one, so I hope they're happy. I don't know, I need to stop doing that. No hate to all my friends and people I go out with, but I need to stop buying you all drinks. Seriously, just don't accept them off me next time, because I'm going broke because of you lot. Yeah, I'm going to blame you all, not myself, because it's not my fault. So, yeah, I think clubbing is getting quite extortionate pricing. And I don't know how people do a night out on £10. Like, I could, but I just don't. You know, like my £4 bottle of wine and then £6 for a ticket, that's quite reasonable. But when I get to a club, I want a shot. I want tequila. I want a Jaeger bomb. And then, obviously, the McDonald's after the night out, the Uber home. And, like I've been explaining, I get bored. So, if we just get out of the club and all my friends are, like, dilly-dallying about, I'm just like, come on, guys, let's go home. I'll get the Uber, let's go. Because we can get out fast you know we can go like I don't want to be lingering outside the club so I don't know sometimes I just end up spending mega money when I'm out but who knows man who knows hopefully I'll stop soon but honestly I actually doubt it I really do doubt it because I'm a little bit of a spender sometimes it's really bad but the thing is I don't when I spend money, I don't buy myself clothes. I don't buy myself things. It's just like, I'll go on a night out and that's it, £50 down the drain. What the hell am I doing? I really, I don't understand how I do it, but whatever. Anyway. Talking about drinking. Everyone has their drink. Now, let me tell you that it takes a long time to find your drink. Maybe that's just me. But when I first started drinking, probably about two or three years ago, I did not know my limits. I did not know what drinks were for me. I'd be throwing up everywhere when I'd had one or two. 
because they just didn't sit right with me. To this day, I cannot drink pink gin. I can't do it because I'm traumatized. And I just, I don't know. Nowadays, I stick to my drinks and I call it a day. That's it. Because, you know, drinking in the past hasn't affected me well. So I'm not going to be expanding my horizons of alcohol anytime soon because I don't want to be in that state again. So my go-to drinks, I'm a very basic, basic girl. Vodka Coke does me great. I'm happy with that. I love a Coke, Coke Zero specifically. Bit of vodka in it, delicious. I also love Di Serrano and Coke or Amaretto and Coke, whatever you want to call it. Gorgeous. Everyone says it tastes like Dr. Pepper. Yes, it does taste like Dr. Pepper, but I hate Dr. Pepper. But if it's Di Serrano or Amaretto with my Coke, that's going down like a treat, honestly. Sliding down my throat so smoothly, it's gorgeous. Recently, I've gotten into vodka cranberries. That was what I was drinking pretty much during the whole of Amsterdam because I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the chemicals or the fruits in cranberry juice, right? No matter how much vodka you put in that, I can't taste it. Literally, there'd be some bars I'd be in in Amsterdam, right? And I'd question whether they'd put alcohol with my cranberry juice because I can't taste it. And then I think to myself like an hour after, okay, yeah, there was definitely, there was definitely some vodka in that. I don't know it's a lovely tasting drink nice and easy just a vodka mixer but it tastes gorgeous vodka cranberry gorgeous cocktail wise I love an espresso martini when I went to Magaluf a couple of years ago a couple of years ago last year espresso martinis was my cocktail of choice cocktails these days as well let's just talk about that when I was in Amsterdam 16 euros for one cocktail are you actually joking me that's that's criminal that's like 14 pound no thank you I'll stick to my vodka cranberries but if there's an espresso martini on the menu at a reasonable price I'm copping that I also like a woo woo but I always I always forget what's in it let's quickly google it I know it's cranberry I think it's vodka I accidentally just typed in the woo on google and it's just come up with the pop smoke song that's not what I was on about okay now I've just googled the woo woo and it's come up with a cocktail bar in New York and hair removal cream. Okay, let me be more specific. Woo woo cocktail. Okay, this is what I was looking for. Okay, so it is vodka, peach snaps and cranberry juice. Mmm, that's a bit of me. Refreshing, nice, fruity. I love it. I love a woo woo. So what have I said? Vodka coke, vodka cranberry, di serrano, espresso martini, woo woo. Yeah. They're my drinks. Shots wise, a Jaeger bomb and a tequila. Does me great. I'm happy. Tequila is my personal favourite because tequila isn't just a shot. It's an experience, you know, licking the salt, doing the shot, having the lime afterwards. Oh my God, I love it. And I know there's tequila haters out there. And you know, it's said that you're either a Sambuca person or a tequila person. I hate Sambuca. Hate it. It's disgusting. If I'm a bit drunk, I'll still drink it. But tequila is my personal favourite. It's, oh my God, it's gorgeous. But not all of us share the same drink interests. So on my Instagram, chatshitshow.pod, if you don't already follow it, I asked what everyone's go-to drink is. Let me see what I wrote specifically. Okay, I said, I want to know your go-to alcoholic beverage. And we've got quite a few replies. The first one vodka coke always 
yes, I'm not being funny, but if I want a quick drink, you know, I can't decide vodka coke. Easy, goes down a treat. Tasty, does the job. The next one, someone said Malibu lemonade. This, I mean, Malibu is a popular drink, but I don't like coconut. So Malibu just isn't the one for me. It's just not, I'm just not a fan. We've got, someone said woo woo. Again, incredible. Peach snaps, cranberry juice, vodka. Perfect combo. Okay, someone said vodka cran. Who doesn't love a vodka cran? You know what I mean? The same person said, okay, I'm doing more than one because I like to have options, but also a vodka Red Bull. I do like vodka Red Bulls, but it's very rare that I get vodka Red Bulls. But there was one night in Amsterdam where I thought, do you know what? I'm, I'm a bit bored of cranberry juice. Let's get a vodka Red Bull. They're really nice. I really like them. But oh my God, will that keep you awake all night? I couldn't sleep. I, couldn't, I didn't go to sleep until 7am. I, could, I couldn't sleep. There was one time I went to Spoons with my friends and my friend was drinking Vodka Monster all night and <laughs> she literally couldn't sleep for hours. She did not sleep that night. Um, the next one we have is Vodka Orange. I had a couple of these while I was away, but, you know, if you're at a random bar that you don't know, you don't know what kind of orange juice you're going to be served. Is it bitty? Has it got that, like, skin bits in it? Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a hit or miss. But if it's a good orange juice, then yeah, I'm all up for a vodka orange juice. The next one we have is a white wine spritz. Now, if you don't know what this is, I don't know what the ratio is actually, but it's white wine and lemonade. It's really nice, but I'm more of a rosé wine than a white wine kind of girl. Because I like fruity drinks, if you couldn't already tell by my choices. So a white wine spritzer, it's yeah, yeah, it's just wine, soda and ice. Again, I don't know what the ratios are, but I mean, I guess that's up to you. But it is really good. It's a nice, easy drink, cheap drink, does the job. Perfect. The last reply I have, uh, someone has said two options again, which are amaretto and Coke. Yes. Or pink gin. Pink, (laughs) pink gin. I actually, I can't drink gin. My friends are quite into gin and they'll drink like different flavours like a watermelon gin, an orange gin, a blueberry gin. I can't, I can't do it anymore. I told you I'm traumatised from gin, especially pink gin. I don't even drink, like you know the little cans of pink gin that you get from Tesco? I can't, I can't drink them anymore. I literally, I can't do it, I can't get it down me, I don't like it. I don't know what it is about gin but it just makes me ill. It makes me throw up. It doesn't sit right in my stomach. It's not a good time. It's really not. So like I said, from nowadays, I'm sticking to my, what, like five drinks? And I'm happy with that. I'm staying the way I am and I'm sticking to it. Because, you know, I don't want to end up like I used to end up. I've got a lot better with drinking. I used to be so bad. Not even like so bad, but like I'd be so like you could literally hand me two drinks and I wouldn't be drunk, I'd be dead on the floor, eyes rolling back into my head, blacked out in my mind, I've got no idea what's going on. But nowadays, I'm controlled, I'm a lot more sensible and I put that down to me finding my drinks, which is very important. So I feel like once you find your drinks, no matter what setting you're in, a pub, a bar, a club, you're all set, you're all good. But know your limits, people. 
know your limits because as fun as it is getting blackout drunk and not remembering anything it's not exactly safe is it it's not exactly safe my granny mode and my mum mode is switching on now it's not safe and it's not always a good time and you can end up in some shit and horrible situations so I'm gonna be your mother for a minute and just say drink responsibly drink responsibly and you know the sun's out at the minute have a couple of bevs have a picnic with some wine you know go to a pub garden have some casual drinks in your flat or in your house in the garden you know have a wine while you're sitting and watching love island because love island's on now guys i didn't watch last night's episode but i don't know how i feel about this season so far i'm really not sure how i feel i think they've picked a good selection of people but i don't know why i can't see it being that entertaining this season not sure why but i'm hoping it gets good because if you're a love island watcher you know that the first few episodes are always boring but it starts to they start to crank up the what's the word the drama as it goes on but i'm hoping the season gets better but i'm not completely impressed at the moment but i'm getting there but anyway whatever the occasion is have a bev like i said you know sun's out so when the sun's out, everyone wants a drink and you can't even deny it. Don't tell me you don't fancy a drink while the sun's out. I was literally in my flat earlier and I was like, oh, I could have a drink right now. Just sat in my room on my own. That isn't sad, by the way. Drinking on your own is not sad. As long as you're not doing it out of a place of sadness, then enjoy it. Enjoy that vodka Red Bull, that vodka cranberry, that Malibu lemonade. Enjoy whatever you've got in your hand because it's a good time. And just remember that you don't need to go clubbing to have fun at all you can drink in whatever setting you want you don't have to drink that's actually a very important thing let me get on to that quickly before I wrap up last year I stopped drinking for about three or four months which isn't I mean that impressive I was only 18 so you know I wasn't whatever but I went to like gatherings and like pubs and things and I didn't drink but I still had the best time. Once you stop drinking or you decide that you're going to go out sober, you realise that it's literally not that bad. And so many people say, like, are you going to the club sober? Like, why are you not drinking? Which, you don't need to give an explanation why you're not drinking. It's completely fine. But it's actually really fun. Like, you'd be surprised how, like, you get really excited and hyper over everyone else's drunk energy. It sounds stupid and crazy, right? I remember there was this one time I was at a party last year in April everyone was drinking and I didn't drink at the time I literally had a coffee in my hand I think at one point which is pretty sad but anyway I had the greatest time I literally had the best time because I was feeding off everyone else's drunk so I felt drunk even though I got home and I took myself to bed and had the best night's sleep they were probably you know tossing and turning trying not to be sick I was having a great sleep because I didn't drink and even to this day now that I drink quite often now I could easily just switch that off and not drink for like four months and still go out and have fun and have a good time and make memories because drinking is not what everything's about guys I want everyone to go and try and go to the club sober because I want everyone to know that feeling of being drunk off everyone else's drunk even when you're not drunk if that makes any sense. I Trust me, trust me. It's a real thing and it's a good time because 
you go home and you remember everything and you get a good night's sleep and you wake up feeling fresh as a daisy in the morning. So yeah, I think I have mentioned everything I wanted to mention. I was going to tell a few more of my clubbing stories, but there is actually someone waiting to get into the podcast room right now. So maybe I'll save my stories for another day. But just know that I've had some wild clubbing nights, I've had some fun clubbing nights, and I've had some shit clubbing nights, okay? Like the rest of you. Um, so yeah, but I think I've covered everything I wanted to. So I'm going to wrap up this episode here. There will be an episode next week. Um, I'm not sure what it's going to be about yet, um, but I'm actually moving out of uni next week. So I might do a little goodbye, you know, see you later kind of episode, but I'm not sure. Um if you don't already follow the Instagram, I've already mentioned it already, but it's at chatshitshow.pod. Follow the podcast on Spotify, which is The Chat Shit Show. And I will probably leave a question at the bottom of this episode on Spotify. So if you just scroll down, there'll probably be a poll or a question for you to answer. Have some fun with it, you know, answer my cues. And I think, I think that's done. I think that's a wrap. That's a wrap for you, baby. Oh, harmonies. We love Mariah Carey. Anyway, goodbye, everyone. Enjoy your sunny weekend because I've heard a little birdie told me it's going to be 25 degrees this weekend in the UK. So live it up, get your bum out on the beach and have a good time. Goodbye, everyone.